Welcome to Story Over Everything with Edward Atwell and Chaz Reed. What's going on, everybody? This is Aaron Edward Atwell here with my co-host, Chaz Reed. What's happening, Chaz? What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Chaz Reed, checking in with my man, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's been a minute since we recorded one of these. We we had the Christmas and New Year break, and then we had some some scheduling conflicts, uh, such as Hardee's and me being lazy and... (laughs) Hardy's. You know, just normal things. You know, when you went to Hardee's, man, you had to get some chicken tenders. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. But it, it's all good. We're back. Uh, first episode of 2019. A little late, but better late than never. There you go. Um, what's been going on with you, man? Man, ripping and running like a chicken with my head cut off. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already, I got a wedding. Shoot, I got a wedding Sunday. So. This Sunday? Yeah. You know, um, I think this one's in um, 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 Ashboro. Ashboro. Yeah, I think Ashboro or Asheville. Which one's closer to Fayetteville? Ashboro's a lot closer. Yeah, it's Ashboro. Yeah, I got one on the twentieth. So, you know, working out the logistics for that. Um, wrapping up the rest of those the twenty nineteen. I mean the twenty eighteen weddings that I had. Um, mm-hmm. Trying to get organized, man. Got a new truck. Well, it's not a new truck, but it's new to me. Um, new to you. So I've been getting that together. Um, shoot, what else? Man, I don't know, man. Spending time with the family. Yeah. That's about it, man. What about you, bro? Pretty much the same, man. Uh, I've got one edit left from 2018 that I should have done this week. Um, I did that New Year's wedding with you. Mm-hmm. I've done several commercials in this little break, you know, just trying to keep the grind going, keep the money flowing. Right. Uh, you know how we do. Yeah. Got to keep the bank account in the positive. Oh, At yeah. least you got to you got to try. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so far, it's been a success. So, uh, you know, another winner, another year down. Looking forward to the next one, man. Right. Absolutely. Which uh, I guess brings us into our topic for this episode, sponsored by Chasery Films. All right. <laughs> I, I thought you might give us a little commercial there, but it didn't seem like you were going to. No, you still haven't got my um, my daggone Nugget of the Day of music. The day music so. I'm going to get it. It's going to be on this episode, I promise. Yeah, right. You said it last time. <laughs> I think I said that the last two times. <laughs> um, no, Nugget of the Day is coming. Hope you got a good one planned for today. Uh, so the first part, we're going to talk about lessons we learned from 2018. Um, and we're going to start off with a bad. Uh, if you want, I'll go first, and then you know we can just discuss as we go through, um, you know, through the list I've created here of roll. all my mistakes. Roll with it, brother. All right. So the number one uh, thing that I learned from 2018, not that I didn't already know this, uh, but maybe it was just reinforced some, is to make sure that you're a good fit with your couples. Mm, go on. Um, you know, that's one of the most important things to me when I work a wedding. And the more weddings I work, the more important it becomes that it's a good fit and a good vibe between us. Mm-hmm. Um, because if it's not, it's just like a recipe for disaster and unhappy customers. Right. Thankfully, I, I don't have anyone that's unhappy. Um, but I've had a couple that I was like, man, kind of wish I didn't take this wedding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even if they're, you know, even if they're good paying jobs or easy jobs or, you know, however they may be. Um, 
you know, if they're not a good fit, they're not a good fit. All right. But also, so I was thinking like some of the signs that they're a bad fit. The number one sign for me is this might sound bad. I don't know if it sounds bad or not, but anytime they want any creative input. Oh, yeah. Like, like that's yep. a sign for me that you don't actually want the product that I have. Yeah. Like yeah. you need a different videographer because I don't give input to couples. Right. You know, you hire me and I come to your day and, you know, I tell the story how I see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, it's been successful. But, you know, anybody that says like, hey, you know, we love your work. We want to make sure that you can capture, you know, when X, Y, and Z happens. And we want it to be like in the beginning of the video or, you know, we need somebody doing this, you know, just things like that. Like I'm a professional. Right. Like I don't come to your job and be like, hey, can you make sure that these are stapled in a certain order? Right. You know, so you, I don't, I let you do your job. You let me do mine. Everybody goes home happy. Yeah. Um, one of the other big ones, or probably the biggest one for me, dude is when somebody wants input on music. Mm. I don't like that. Because mm. you know, like, they start picking music that they like to listen to, but doesn't really go with a video very well. Right. And it's all these popular songs that I can't license, and mm-hmm. they don't want to pay to license them. Um, I'm just not about that life, man. How do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I've had a couple people that, you know, they were just dead set on this particular song. Even though I told them, you know, it's, it's trash, and it doesn't go with the... The, the video at all but um you know most of the time those videos or those couples aren't the couples that really they're gonna make you any money anyways so mm-hmm. i tend to just go ahead and give them what they want and just be done with it um you know yeah, i mean if you've already booked them you know the the easiest way is to just go with the flow and you know learn from it yeah um but if you haven't booked them, have you ever fired a customer have you ever like got set up with somebody and then decided like I don't know if this is right like you know I actually have um I have a wedding book later on this year mm-hmm. um I'm gonna do that <laughs> somebody's gonna die um I'm sorry like not them oh. somebody oh, imaginary is gonna die and I was gonna say know, hang on a second now this is yeah. public information you gotta be careful what you say yeah somebody somebody's gonna imaginarily like uh, uh, die and just I gotta go to the funeral or somebody's gonna get married like you know yeah. and I have so, to go to their wedding and I'm a part of it when are you gonna let them know probably this month sometime it's so like, this month so yeah, when is the wedding it's like it's like middle of the year I'm gonna so get him like, a replacement, but I'm just, I'm <laughs> so just you're gonna, gonna be like, be hey, right. you know, bride and groom, I just want to let you know, around your wedding, somebody has died, and I've got to be there. <laughs> no, like it's gonna be, I'm, um, I'm gonna do the wedding thing. I'm gonna be like, hey, my sister, yeah, I know it's really late, but you know, my sister, she's getting married, and she says I have to be in a wedding, and you know, unfortunately, it's on your wedding day, but I also found you a videographer that'll take care of what you, you know, mm-hmm. that you can do, so. Well, let me know how that goes, man. That sounds a little sketchy, but, you know. I think it's going to be smooth sailing. You do you, and let me know how it works out. If not, um, I'm going to have to get you to do my other wedding that I have, because I'm actually double booked. That's why I'm getting yeah. out of it. I got your back, bro. <laughs> um, what are some of the other signs for you that somebody might not be a good fit for Chaz Reed Films? They show me um, YouTube videos. Hmm. I went to one. I went to one. Um, I went to one wedding, and while I was doing groom prep, the, the, the groom was pulling out his phone like, yo, look at this video. Man, I like this right here. I like this right here. I like this right here, man. I'm like, man, I don't do none of that, dog. But, you know, 
at the oh, end they were happy you know even you though know. I don't think I did anything they they showed me because I was kind of watching but I wasn't watching like I was there but I wasn't there yeah well, you I mean, you're probably trying to work you're not trying to watch right. TV while you're at a wedding like he legit handed me his phone and made me watch a YouTube video <laughs> no see that's when you said like you know if that's what you wanted you probably should have hired those people right exactly Pay wow them. that's crazy so is there anything that comes like in an inquiry where you think like you should recommend them to somebody else? Um, price haggling. Price haggling. That's that's a big one too. I should have said that, but yeah. Yeah, price haggling or um, oh, is there anything you got cheaper? Oh no, no, I don't. <laughs> but I might know somebody else, and it just depends on what they say. It depends on if I even you know put it out for anybody. Some people yeah. I try to teach them you know like the rules of the game and. And like the standard going, the going rates of stuff, and um, mm-hmm. I say, hey, you gotta, you gotta put some more here. Your video is gonna be trash. Yeah, because anybody below that level is not gonna be a professional, right? And it's, it's hard to recommend somebody who's not a pro. So, um, yeah, dude, I've I've had that too, where like you know my base package comes with like six hours, and they're like, oh, we only need like four and a half. Could we do maybe like you know a thousand off? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Like that four and a half, I still got to edit. I still got to show up. I still got to do the same job. Yeah. Like, no, that's yeah. not, can't do that. None of that. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my big lessons uh, from 2018 is make sure that you're a good fit. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that, you know, they're picking you for the right reasons because if they don't, things could end up bad. Um, and nobody ever wants that. Right. Um, <clears throat> the number two lesson I learned this year, this one got on my nerves a little was don't book too far in the future at low rates. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so I had, I don't really want to say this out loud, but I guess I have to, you know, we just got to be honest here. Yeah. It's just us. Um, I had a wedding early, I guess not 2018, I had a wedding uh, for $600. Mm. Um, and luckily it was a local wedding. You know, I didn't have to like drive or get a hotel or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but this was one of those couples um, you know, right when I launched my business in, uh, I guess it was 2016 now, uh, they they liked my video, they called, set up a meeting, and I met them in person, and they had the cash then. And, you know, at, th- at that time, you, known you know, yeah, <laughs> I did my, you know, I did my first one for 500, my second one for 600, and here this couple is, you know, willing to meet that rate. So I was like, okay, yeah. And then, you know, come to this year, or last year, I guess, uh, I wasn't too happy about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't too happy about giving up a nice Saturday afternoon for 600 bucks, sandwiched between, you know, much higher paying customers. Right. But I, I did go, you know, I was professional, um, did the job. They were happy. I was happy. Um, they did give me a nice tip, though, so I'm not mad about that. Oh, there you go. Um, the tip was literally nearly as much as the video they paid for. Wow. So at the, at the end of the day, you know, I had a little extra walking around money. But so from that, I learned that, you know, for these bookings coming in for late 2020 now, um, you know, make sure you price them accordingly. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're at, you know, 1200 now or 1500 or wherever you, you're at, you know, anticipate a little growth and hopefully, you know, hopefully, you know, <laughs> if not, it's OK, too. But at least you'll have one good booking for that time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, don't don't sell yourself short you know, working two years from now, you know, you never know what could be going on. You never know what you could be charging yep. um, and things like that. Have you, uh, have you had any of them chats where you booked it really far out at a price you shouldn't have booked at? You know what? Actually, these jokers I got to shoot this weekend. <laughs> um, 
they booked me like the beginning of what year is it? It's 19, well, 18. They booked me like either the beginning of 2018 or like late 2017 or something. Yeah. And um, yeah, I can always tell by either the price or what uh, what the deliverables are when they booked. Because if I look at it and it's like a 10 to 12 minute highlight, I'm like, what in the world was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've had some of those too. Like, cause I'm always changing my packages, you know, to to meet how I feel right. at the time. Um, so you know, you never know. Some brides may get a three minute video, some may get a six minute video. Right. Um, but I've had a couple of those where you like, you know, you get ready to edit, you got everything uploaded. It's time, you know, their turn to go through the edit, and you pull up that contract, and you're like, twelve minutes. What in the world? Like, wow! I didn't promise them twelve. That can't be right. They like, about to get, they about to get half this ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I hope it was a twelve-minute ceremony because that's the only way they're getting that long. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, that's funny. Yeah, so that's you know lesson number two: don't don't book yourself up too far in the future. And like one's not going to kill you, but you start making a habit of it, and it'll right. it'll really slow your business growth down. Yeah, um, so I would I would definitely advise against that uh, if if you can. Um, number three. Do, this kind of is the same as number one, but a little different for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't settle for people who don't love your work. Um, and that goes into like with a price you're not happy with. Right. So it's like if you mix those first two lessons together and, you know, like some people like are shopping for a car and they just want a car. They just want it to work and go from home to work to school to wherever. And like they could care less about the actual car. They just need wheels to get around. Um the same thing goes for video and you know wedding videographers. Sometimes you'll have a bride that has X budget and she will be happy to accept anything in that budget. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I learned over this year that I work best with people who love me, and you know they're vocal about that. I like to hear that people like my stuff. You know, right. I mean that's part of being like what we do, at least for me. Right. <clears throat> you know, I like when when people enjoy what I do. Um, so that's that's one thing that. Uh, I've had maybe two, I think it's only been two, where, you know, I send the video back and they're like, thanks so much, we appreciate it. And I'm like, well, do you like it? Like, is it what you were hoping for? Uh, Most of my couples, you know, are are pretty happy. They're, you know, say all kinds of stuff. But those ones, I don't really like that feeling. Yeah. You know, it's like if somebody came and like, or like, let's say you got this new truck, Chaz, and you're like, you know, my friend needs a new car, and you go give that Honda to him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, cool, dude. Hop in and drive away. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being vain, but. No, that's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just, I like, I like for them to show the love, and I like to show the love to them back. Like, right. I, I like that mutual love. Um, and also, you know, don't settle for prices that you're not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's kind of the same one. But, you know, less, lesson number two was don't book too far for too cheap. But even if this wedding's next weekend, you know, if you lower your standard, you know, that would be hard to explain to your other couples. Like, why am I paying, you know, this when they got it for half off? Right. Um, yeah, so, you know, don't, you don't have to give discounts. Like, stick to your guns, be proud of your work, and <clears throat> know who you are. Right. What do you think of that, man? I think you're the man, dog. You think I'm the man? Yeah, you're the man. I think you're the man. <laughs> uh, so number four, my lesson number four from 2018, um, 
And you know what? I'll go back farther than 2018. Somewhere around 1988 when I was born is when this started. Right, don't procrastinate. Right. Don't don't put off until tomorrow what could be done today. Right, Chaz? No, oh, man. Uh, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Do you the king, I'm the king of procrastination. Dude, I don't know why I'm bad about it. It's because, like, so I know that, you know, as long as everything goes well, I can get a, a wedding video started and finished within two days. Right. You know, with the music selection, the editing, the coloring, uploading, exporting, all this stuff. Yeah. So, like, I've been known to wait right up until that deadline to even look at the footage. Yeah. Um, yeah. But... You know, there was a couple times this year where that kind of got me in trouble. Not not as far as like, you know, I didn't meet the deadline or the video didn't get done or anything like that. Um, but there was a couple weeks where I was working a little harder than I'd planned on working that week. Mm-hmm. You know, where you get up and you sit down at the, the edit bay or suite or computer or couch, wherever you're editing at. And then, you know, when you stop, it's time to go to sleep because you got to start real early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't procrastinate. Um, Get you know, I live, I live, <laughs> that's right. I live my life in a way that I do what I want when I want. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a business owner, you have to, you have to be able to draw a line somewhere, right. you know, to handle business. They say, and, um, they say if you're an entrepreneur, you need to treat your business as if you were still working for somebody else. So yeah, if you're supposed I've, to start working at eight and clocking at eight, you need to be, you need to start working at eight. And, you know, if you get off at five, you need to treat your own business the same way you would treat it if you were working for somebody else or you're going to yeah. fail. That's what they say. That They do say that. And I agree with that. And I think we actually talked about that, like on episode two or three. Mm-hmm. But like if I wanted to do those things, maybe I would just work for somebody else. All you right. know, right. it's all it's all like a there's got to be a balance somewhere, right. you know. Um, but, you know, the more the more you work hard now, the more chance of, you know, later on in life that you'll have that free time available. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, it seems like everyone's goal is, you know, to balance that kind of thing out. You know, I wanna have fun now, but I also wanna have fun later. Mm-hmm. So, don't procrastinate. Step number four. Right. <laughs> do, do you, so those are my, those are my, le- my bad lessons that I learned from this year. These are the don'ts. What do you got, do you have anything to add to that for this year that you learned and you're like, man, probably um, should've done that differently. So some of my lessons learned in uh, 2018 is um, first and foremost is slow down. Um, we get mm-hmm. we we rush, man. You know it's a lot going on, and we rush. But I feel like when you slow down, you you get um, it's like you can capture better things when you slow down. Are you talking like, about at a wedding? Yeah, just at a wedding, mm-hmm. uh, editing anything. It's like you see differently, you know. Um, compared yeah. to you just running around doing like the cookie cutter shots and just to make things happen, it's um, when you kind of get um, you know so uh, how can I say it when you when you get so 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 just into the wedding, um, it's just different. It's just different. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my weddings, I used to, I used to sweat really bad at all my weddings, because <laughs> I was always moving like, I, you know, I was just rolling, but um, slowing down, man. Like I, and it, and this goes into my second lesson. With slowing down, you learn to take less. You learn to carry around more. 
um, kind of, you know, have a have a better perspective from at, at things um, instead of always worrying about this and that, your equipment and being over here. So lesson two is less is actually more. Um, mm -hmm. Some of my dopest wedding videos, even, you know, from here and back in the day, you know, certain certain videos I can look at and I can remember the camera and the setup that I use. And, you know, a lot of the times it was it was like one or two lenses on, you know, this particular camera. And that was that was pretty much the primary stuff for the whole day. And um, it's getting to the point now where I'm, I'm almost like Aaron, where I can shoot like, you know, pretty much on one lens the whole day. I'm still I'm still a gearhead and I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, back away from things. But I see the value in it a lot. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Well, so on that, you know, I'll say that. So me and you shot a wedding together. Um, it was like late summer, early fall. It was Chaz's wedding, not your wedding, but remember the yeah. other Chaz? Yeah. Um, and this is the first time that I ever shot a wedding with Chaz. And I go into the room, you know, where the lady directs <laughs> me. I can keep my gear. And I see all this gear, and I'm thinking, like, okay, this is definitely the spot because clearly the photographers have set up in here. Like, Chaz has dropped off some stuff. It looks like maybe somebody's got, like, a third shooter somewhere. Um, and so then, you know, Chaz comes in, and this, this was all his gear. Like, I've never, he, he had more gear at that wedding than I own, period. Like, if I put all my gear together, like, everything I could scrounge up that would be considered gear, like, it was just so much. And I couldn't believe it. And so, like, going through the day, and, you know, Chaz is, he's running around, he's sweating, he's doing all this stuff. And then, like, I don't know, it was, like, 45 seconds before the ceremony starts, and Chaz still wasn't in there. I'm like, where is Chaz at? And then I look up in the balcony, and here he is setting up another camera, like, just zooming it in, getting ready. And I was thinking, like, man, he works so much harder than I do at his weddings. Like, like it's crazy, like, how much effort you were putting into everything, it seemed. Oh, and then man. fast forward to New Year's. Uh, we shot another wedding together. Um, and it was so much different, like, how much you have grown since then. Uh, as, you know, talking about simplifying and, you know, your approach and focusing more on being artistic. Yeah. Um, man, we had time to sit down and eat. Uh, mm -hmm. We had a drink. Uh, we walked around. We talked. Uh, you danced some. Uh, I didn't dance. Uh, you know, I can't hurt anybody with those moves. But, yeah, so I can definitely notice a difference in, in how you approach your weddings now. Um, like on, on wedding one, you know, it, you seem really stressed. And then, you know, fast forward to now, you were just like, you know, just chilling, cool. You know, I'm just gonna grab these shots and you know, make something cool out of it. Probably not caring enough. <laughs> uh, no, <nah. laughs> no, it was it was a good wedding, man. So what else were you gonna say? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, all my all my equipment was still in the trunk, though. It's baby steps, guys. It's baby mm. steps. It was all in the trunk. I just didn't pull it out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's not a terrible idea, you know. Because yeah. what if you get in there and something crazy happens and you need that piece that you left at the right. house? Yeah, that's my biggest thing. You know, that's yeah. why I carry so much stuff. But um, let me see here. So lesson three, um, this doesn't apply to everybody because a lot of people already do this. I just haven't. But talk to your couples even before, mm -hmm. you know, booking and stuff because, you know, you can pick up on certain things and, you know, get a good feel for the people by talking to them. And it'll kind of lead and guide you of like, you know, 
yeah, I'll go through and book with these guys or, you know, uh, I think I'll pass. Um, And I say that because my lesson four is actually, it's more couples getting married than the people you're talking to. So, you know, I understand that it's money involved and, and this and that. But you have to also remember that not it's, it's just because that particular couple called you for this particular day doesn't mean nobody else will. So if That's you don't true. if you don't feel, you know, 100 percent about this particular couple, it's OK to pass on them because it'll be somebody else. You know, um, yep. it's not a one and done thing like. I, I wish I could book every single person that wants to book me on particular days. You know, I would be mm-hmm. quadruple booked on certain days, but, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. And um, you just got to be patient with things and understand yeah. that it's going to work out, you know. Yeah, that's good because I've had that happen, too, where, you know, I was feeling kind of iffy on if I should book this couple or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, you know, it's hard to turn down some of the prices, you know, right. if they're, especially if they're not going with a small package. And then, you know, it almost never fails that somebody else will come along and, you know, inquire on that date that right. is way better fit. You know, like, you just vibe with them better. You know, they want a better package. Yep. You know, this the whole situation is like, man, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have booked that, um, you know, if it wasn't the right, the right feeling going into it. And that's it, bro. Just yep. like that, man. You got any other uh, lessons from the bad side? Nah, man. That's that's pretty much it, bro. That covers like everything, man. Those four, you know. Yeah, that that covers mine too. So let's let's flip over to the good lessons, uh, and then after that, we'll get into the next segment. Um, I've got four good lessons that I learned from uh, 2018. Uh, lesson number one is making connections and making those connections with like-minded people. Uh, other vendors, people in you know this industry, those connections have proven to be invaluable, and I think they'll be even more invaluable going into the future. Right. Um, you know, there's there's several different things that I mean. Like for example, the the connection that Chaz and I made, uh, we just you know we met on Facebook uh, through a videography group, mm-hmm. and it turned out Chaz wasn't as bad as everybody said he was. Right. So you know. <laughs> We, uh, we have a good relationship now, you know, where we can help each other out with things and, you know, bounce ideas off each other, you know, give previews of videos, referrals if we need them, uh, second shooter opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, and the podcasting, teaching others. Like, the, the list goes on and on uh, of how, you know, just one relationship has benefited, hopefully, both of us mutually, uh, but it's definitely benefited me and my life and my family. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and then, you know, going on from there, uh, vendors in the industry, you know, take care of your your planners and your coordinators and take care of your photographers mm-hmm. and, you know, caterers, all these people, um, because oftentimes video can be one of the last things booked. And, you know, if I look out for those people and they remember my name, then there's a good chance that, you know, they'll look out for me down the road. Right. And I'll give you an example. I had a venue this year, um, and this was just in, I think it was in November. The, uh, you know, I was there, got along really well with the venue people. And then, you know, on the way out, she was like, hey, could I have some of your cards? Like, we'd definitely like to make you our recommended videographer from now on. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's really nice, thanks. Um, And then she said to, you know, let her know when 
the video was done. They wanted to post it. You know, they'll tag me and everything, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but they were really excited, you know, about working with me in the future. Mm -hmm. Finished the video, sent it over to them. I mean, of course, the couple as well. I sent them the video. They posted it and had recommended me a couple that booked in less than like 10 hours. Oh, that's dope. Just from, just from that one relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not, that was just in a couple of days. There's mm -hmm. no telling, you know, where else I can go. All right. Um, and I know, I know Chaz has good relationships with his vendors. In fact, his relationships are much better than mine are. Anytime I go to a wedding with Chaz, I think we've done three together now, right? Yeah. Uh, anytime I go with Chaz, it's like Chaz is like a superstar. Like everybody knows Chaz. Everybody wants to be cool like Chaz. And it's just a cool vibe. You know, like I, I can tell that these people have Chaz's back. Like they're in this wedding together. And I'm sure, you know, looking at what you're doing, you know, for your, your couple's booking in the future. Uh, I don't know if you want me to drop any names, but you know, you have good relationships with other vendors that are certainly gonna help you in your business, yeah. you know, in the future. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's my good lesson number one that I learned in 2018 mm -hmm. is to really put in effort to make those relationships good because they will pay off, uh, not only as friendships but as you know for your business as well. My um, my stepdad used to always say <laughs> your name will always travel further than you will. Mm. So it's I something like to um to keep in mind whenever you're doing work, man. If people see you working hard. You know, if people see a great product come from you, you are great when you work with them. It's 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 good as money in the bank, man. That's it that's is. pretty much it. it. Well, that's how referrals work, man. It's just like, you know, if if I was in the market to, you know, buy some, and Chaz was like, "Hey, man, look at this." Like, I'm probably gonna go with that. Like, why, why would I not go with that? Right. You know, if it's somebody you trust, then it's probably somebody I trust. And right. if I like what you got out of it, I'll probably like what I get out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, referrals are, are gold. Um, more than more than not, they work out well. Uh, referrals, that is. Um, my lesson number two I learned this year, dude, is to pay it forward. Um, now, I don't really know what that saying means, but I felt like it fit. What I mean is to help others. You know, I notice a lot in this industry that people are very selfish. Right. And um, not not like just selfish, but it's almost like they're guarding some kind of secret mm -hmm. that if they, you know, if you let me see inside your business, somehow I'm going to take your secrets and take your customers. Right. Um, and maybe some people do have some kind of strange secrets that allow them to book, you know, crazy weddings at high rates. I don't know. Um, but I don't, I don't have any secrets and you know, that's something that in 2019, I want to continue to do more. Nope. Oh, that's going on too, too far. Uh -oh. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly think, man, that there's plenty of business for everybody, and that if we elevate each other, it elevates our industry. And you know, let's say if everyone was starting at five thousand dollars, everybody would be happier than if only a few people were. Right. Um, and I honestly think, man, there's there's business for everybody. There's tons of weddings out there, and you know, being selfish and not only selfish, I've seen even in some places, man where people will dog each other and like drag people down and I just don't get that dude like I guess you know that's something else um, you know maybe in their psychology or something right but you know there's no need to bully people like you know if their video isn't as good as yours that's okay like it doesn't have to be as good as yours right like, there's no there's no standard of oh hey you know if your video is not as good as mine you don't need to be doing this 
um, you know, people start different places and they grow different ways. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, plus, you shouldn't be comparing yourself to anybody else either. You know, so. Yeah, I agree with that. Comparison is the thief of joy, I've heard it said. Yeah, And, you know, there's people out there that I could look at their work and be like, ah, man, I wish I was that good. I may as well quit because I may never be that good. Right. But, you know, that's going to be a disservice to, to all the people who, you know, I've helped and all the couples that want to use me and book me um, and all the families, you know, whose futures could be changed by being able to watch that wedding video. Right. Um, so, yeah, lesson number two is don't be selfish. You're not special. You don't have some, like, super secret gear or tricks of the trade that makes you super unique. Um, like everything else in life, you know, it's it's 90% mental. Like, you know, it's about attitude and hard work. Like, you know, don't don't get up on yourself too high. Yeah. And don't bring others down. Like, you know, try to help out when you can. And I think you'll see those those relationships pay off more than if you are known as the person who always wants to talk bad about somebody. Mm-hmm. But if you do want to talk about it about somebody, hit me up because, you know, I want to hear it. Come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing, man. Um, you feel the same about that that subject? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. I ain't sweating nobody. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Everybody, you know, just do you. You, yeah. don't, you don't have to live up to nobody else. Just do you. Um, number three lesson I learned from 2018 is to find your style and yourself. Mm, um, interesting. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's definitely important to understand the foundational building blocks of how to create a video. Right. You know, like if you go out here and you're recording at a shutter speed of like one-fifth, then mm. it's not gonna be good, okay? Like, the, like there's no artistic merit in making a video that no one can actually watch because it's really just pictures stacked up next to each other. Um, you know, so like the, the building blocks, you need, to, you need to know and you need to understand. Like you need to like be able to be in a situation and know like, okay, this is how I need to do this shot. Mm-hmm. You know, properly. You know, this is how I need to expose it. This is what I need to expose for. Uh, you know, this is how I should compose it and frame it. This is the frame rate I should be shooting at. This is the shutter speed. Like this is the the distance I need to be. Like you need to know those things. Those are important to know. Right. Um, but you know anybody who's an artist knows that after you know those things, rules were made to be broken. All right. You know, like I mean, it's just how things are. Like once you know how to use the pencil, draw. Like you know, maybe you want to draw the whole thing and then erase something into the drawing. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But you know, don't be afraid to break those rules and create something unique because that's something unique is what's going to make you different. Right. You know, it's like not some super secret, you know, industry shattering stuff. Probably. Maybe it would be. I don't know. Who am I to judge? Um, but I see so much, dude, people shooting in fear. Um, you know, I can I can tell from watching people's videos like they were nervous. Mm-hmm. You could tell just because. It's so blah, you right. know? Like there's no passion, there's no energy, there's no compassion, there's no emotion, there's no connection. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, I walked in, turned on that camera and sat there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that, you know, I learned in, in 2018 and, you know, that I that is important to me is finding, you know, my style. Um, <clears throat> of course, you know, there's people we draw on. Um, 
and there's people you'll learn from, and that's fine. But eventually, you know, it's time for you to figure out who you are. You know, what does what does an actual Chaz Reed film look like? All right. Um, you know, what does an Edward Atwell film look like? And that'll change over time, and it'll grow. Um, but you know, spend time, you know, discovering who you are and who you want to be. You know, through your work, um, learn those rules, and then figure out why you should break them and when you should break them. Uh, create something unique to the couple and, you know, put out something that the world likes to see and you'll be rewarded, I think. That's pretty interesting <laughs> because um, my third um, good thing that I learned in 2018 was it's okay to change your style. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, people evolve, you know. They you do. grow in a particular way or you see certain things or you get a better feel for this when you do this. It's okay. Um I hope everyone is evolving at the end of the day because yeah, that's, a, you, that's essential. You, yeah, if you shoot the same when you first started shooting, you, that's a problem. And um, <laughs> yeah, you know that's uh, that's not what you want to do, man. So you yeah. know, it's all right. It's cool. Yeah, and that's what. So I do that a lot, man. I think about styles and I think about <clears throat> you know how can I make something different. Uh, and I don't want it to be too different to where people are like, that's kind of weird, bro. Like, you right. probably should not do those things. But I want it to be different enough to where, like, you know, people are thinking that this is one of the more interesting wedding films I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where they want to watch this. Not that they have to watch it because their cousin sent it to them and they're going to ask. Right. You know what I mean? So hone your style. Uh, don't be afraid to draw outside the lines. Color outside the lines, however you want to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, think outside the box. Be creative, shoot without fear, you know, just just do that. And a lot of people are like, oh, I can't miss those moments, though. But I think we also talked about this in the episode that there's really not a bunch of must-have moments in a wedding. Um, now, if you're just selling video, then there's going to be a lot of must-have moments. Right. They're going to expect, you know, a whole list of stuff. But if you're selling an art piece, then they want what you create. And mm. the must-have moments are up to you. And that's a freedom, and I like that freedom. And I want to continue to chase that and, and refine that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's dope. That's a dope way to look at it. Yeah, I think so, too. I like that. Um, my lesson number four. This is something that I learned a little from uh, from Chaz, just from working with him. Uh, so I'm not a stressed out person. I don't usually get stressed over things. Um, just, you know, through my life and experience, if it's stuff I can't control, then why would I worry about it? Mm-hmm. And if it's stuff I can control, then why am I going to worry about it? Because I can do something about it. All right. Um, so either way, I've never really found much reason to worry uh, or stress out, stress out about things. Mm-hmm. Um, but something I'm not always good at doing, <clears throat> especially at work. So I, like when I'm doing a job, like I get like a precision about me that like I almost tune everybody out. Like mm-hmm. you could be saying my name and I'm so focused on what I'm doing. Like I don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I noticed at Chaz's weddings, Chaz likes to have a good time. You know, he'll go in, he cuts up with the vendors. Chaz is singing, Chaz is dancing. <laughs> you know, he's having a drink. He's laughing with the the couple. You know, he's talking to the guests. And you know, so lesson lesson number four I learned in 2018 is to loosen up and have a good time. Got to don't just because it's you know you're paid to be there doesn't mean you can't enjoy it too. Yeah. Yeah, 
And I like that lesson. It makes it more fun to, to do things, you know? Like, if you're having a good time, things are more fun than if you're just laser-precise, focus. Yeah. You know, never smile. You're just like, the whole time, just I'm watching this screen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to catch this shot, and I'm going to move on. And one thing is, nobody will remember you. Like, I, I get it. I, I get, you know, that people are professionals. Mm-hmm. But if I can be remembered as... Oh man, do you remember the videographer? He was working so hard, but he was so funny. Or he was, we had such a good time talking to him, or whatever, yeah. whatever. Guess what? That I'm, now I'm gonna get a referral compared yeah, well, to Mister Stern Man that was just like, <laughs> oh, you're in my shot. Get out of the way. Ah. Right. Like, no, yeah, dude. dude. I mean, it's funny though. Like, I think I've heard that said before, uh, or something to that extent. Is that like, you know, when you first meet somebody, they're not gonna remember what you say. But they'll remember the way that you made them, made them feel. feel. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if that's an actual quote or if that's just something that circulates around my Instagram or Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's truth there that no you know when time comes and you know that couple's friends getting married and they're like, oh man, we had such a blast with Chaz Reed. Like you got to go with him. Like you'll you'll never have more fun. Yeah. Like that's something that people will take into consideration. Um, other than like our video was good, but man, that guy was a little weird. Like he didn't talk and just stared <laughs> down the whole time. Like like you're, you know what I mean? I think you know what I mean. Clearly, yeah. I learned the lesson from you, so you, you probably know what I mean. Um, what what do you got on that side, man? What's the good lessons you learned? Um, so a lot of my lessons were really the same as yours, man. Um, mm-hmm. Just you know, always always work and build relationships, network and stuff. Um, enjoy yourself. While you're, you know, at weddings, um, it's okay to change your styles. But the one that I am, you know, just super in love with is man, marketing works, man. Like, mm. here we go. Some people have different, you know, views on marketing and whatnot. And um, but regardless if it's paid or not paid, um, when I first met Aaron, I remember telling them. You can be you can be the best in whatever it is in the whole wide world, but if it's not out there for the public to see, nobody's gonna remember you. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody cares. So, me and my wife were actually talking about when you said that just last night. Yeah. So you yeah, just she brought it up. You have to. You have to. Um, you know, if you have money, you know, put it put it in there. You know, it doesn't have to be a lot, but you know, if I can if I can dish out. <laughs> If I can dish out, let's say ten dollars for my video to be seen. So, say my videos are normally seen by, you know, a thousand people, two thousand people. But if I can add like ten dollars and blast that joker out to like twenty thousand, you know, numbers don't lie, man. And it's it's benefits in the in, in the getting to know those numbers because a lot of the times, especially on like social media and stuff, a lot of the people that see your work are already people that have seen your work, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, that's not money in the bank. I need new eyeballs on my stuff. Or yeah. I need the eyeballs that are, you know, engaged and they're still in the in the market looking for things, looking for vendors and stuff. Yeah, so, and one thing I'll say that I've, I've learned this year um, is, so like, you know, you'll, you'll put stuff out there and it, it'll feel like you don't have much feedback. Right. You know, like you were hoping for, you know, more comments, more likes, more shares. Uh, but there's there's creepers out there, man. I've mm-hmm. had I've had some people tell me, 
you know that they see my work before and I'm like I don't I don't know who you are um, and I actually had a meeting with a business um, I think I told you this story a couple of weeks ago I went in and she's like I'm gonna be honest like I've been watching your your work for months and I've been hoping you know to be able to hire you eventually right and I'm thinking like I like I've never met you I don't know your name like I didn't know your name until you told it to me just now mm-hmm. um, but here it is somebody you know like creeping on social media watching your stuff like people take notice not they don't they may not always say something right then um, but you know putting your video out there for new eyeballs you know maybe maybe that couple saw it you know maybe they didn't um, what are you texting me right now I'm in the middle of a, a passionate speech here ain't nobody tell yeah. you pick up your phone <laughs> <laughs> I, you know I can't ignore a message from Chaz Reed I can't do that to my man um, yeah but you know put it out there in front of new eyeballs and don't get don't get discouraged if you think people aren't looking, um, because more often than not, there's somebody watching. Yeah, and, you know, putting it out there like I mean, like Chad said, you know, if you can make the really the best wedding video anybody's ever seen, and no one is ever going to see it, then you're not really even making anything. You're nobody. You got to put it out there to be to even try this. You know, you're, you're freaking nobody. You're nobody. Nobody wants to be a nobody. Everybody wants me, to man. be included. But um. Yeah, we got a shout out, man. We got a shout out. Shout him out, Aaron. I can't. I always mess the name up, bro. <laughs> shout me out, no. Oh, now I didn't even understand what. <laughs> that's Luke. Luke Stragey. Oh, Stragey that's Media. Luke. <laughs> yeah, he was. Uh, he was on an episode a couple episodes back. Yeah. Um. So shout out to Luke. He's been we doing his thing you. too, man. I've been. Mean, I've been seeing He's your work, well. Luke. I've, I've been seeing you, man. You're super solid, though. Keep See, going, look, man. you hear that? That's the le- we just learned this lesson. Somebody's been seeing Luke's work. Yeah, you didn't know I was seeing it, but yeah, because I won't, I won't click and like. No, I'm lying. I'll be clicking like. <laughs> I click like a little bit too much, to be honest with you. I'll be liking stuff <laughs> I shouldn't chance. be liking. I noticed that. Uh, See, I'm you know. watching too. Everybody's watching. Nobody's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I need to slow dude. down. <laughs> well, dude, what uh, what do you got popping for next year? What are you looking forward to this year? Yeah. This year, I'm still thinking clearly, it's 2018. Nah, next year. Don't. Um, that's not necessary. Chuck. So, man, I was super hyped last year, the end of last year, because Aaron, don't be no hater, okay? I'm a hater. But I last year, I paid for Philip White's um, mastery class. Um, I'm not a hater. I'm jealous. It was a pretty penny, and I was super hyped because it was supposed to get released January, and. He said it's going to be released the end of January. I didn't really mm-hmm. like that because I wanted to start my year off strong. Like You want to start fresh? Ready yeah, up. I'm coming out there. But now I'm going to have a wedding in the hole already. Thanks, yeah. Philip. And it's not going to be with your help. Yeah, be careful what you say. He listens to this, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I know he does. But still, <laughs> I'm not retracting that statement. I'm very disappointed, <laughs> Philip. <laughs> but... um. Mm. That's so funny. yeah, I, like I said, I've been doing weddings for what three years now, and mm-hmm. I've been shooting since 2012. Going on four, I think. And I'm paying freaking almost a thousand dollars for classes still. So I'm just saying, it's a lesson there, guys. Um, do what you want to do. YouTube is free too, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna share the secrets with Aaron because he's already a master at this. Mm. And so I figure if I take the master class and if Aaron's already the master, I'm going to be the newer master and then I can take over the world. 
Chaz, I agree. You're going to take over the world. <laughs> it's going to happen. I believe in you. Um, so one thing I'm uh, that's kind of mirrors one of the things that I'm looking forward to this year, or one of my, you know, things I want to make sure I do is invest more in me. Yeah. Um, so you know, books. I'm, I'm reading more books this year. I'm on my nope. third. Um, you know, classes, courses, learning, anything it is. I just want to. I want to make a point in 2019 to spend more time and more money on making me better. Mm. Um, you know, better at, at my job, uh, mm-hmm. which is this, better as a father, better as a husband, better as a man, mm. uh, better as a friend, neighbor, coworker. Um, you know, I want to make a point that I elevate me in 2019 and in turn elevate those connected with me. Most definitely. That's actually yeah. one of my, um, my mantras that I have that I read in the morning that's in my bathroom is to just um, do do things that make me happier because <clears throat> like when your energy's off man everything is off it like, is right you can't you can't edit and you like in a in a pissy mood like nope it's not gonna happen I won't even touch it I like that's real <laughs> like and, and that's my main reason it actually ties into one of my one of my later goals one of my goals for 2019 but that's one of the reason my turnaround times are so horrible they're not horrible they're still on time but they can be done a lot faster and it's because if i'm not in the editing zone or mood i just don't do it because i i'm not feeling anything mm-hmm. um but that's one of my my other goals for 2019 is just to do have better turnaround times, man. Not, it's not that complicated to edit a wedding video. I don't know why, and, and it's that procrastination again, coming back yep. bite me in the butt. It's just, man, it's so easy to just be like, oh man, put my stuff up, or I might not even unpack from a wedding, yeah. you know, for like two weeks. <laughs> I know what you mean, bro. Like, you don't unpack until the night before your next wedding. Right, <laughs> right. let me make sure I got all this stuff off real quick. Right. <laughs> You're over here, you show up at the next wedding, you're like, man, did I clear this card or did yep. I only get the mm-hmm. other one? I'm and then you're you, like, man. we're about to find out. No. Um, I've never done that, but I've seen people do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, uh, I, I get that. Um, and, you know, turnaround time is something that's it's kind of a, you know, a thing that people feel differently about. My turnaround right now is 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually thinking about upping it because mm-hmm. when I create my art, and that sounds like pretentious, but I don't, I, like, I don't mean it's like the best art ever, but like to me, this job we have is art. Right. Um, like when I create, it has to come from like, it comes from within. And like you said, like if I'm not in the mood, I'm not even gonna touch a video. I won't, mm-hmm. I won't look at the footage. I'm not even gonna sit at my desk because I know that time is just gonna be wasted. Like I could better spend that time elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually thinking about upping my turnaround time so I can make sure that I'm at 100% every second I'm editing on your video. All right. Um, which, you know, like sometimes it could be done faster, but, you know, if I'm trying to meet a deadline, like am I really trying to give it my best or am I trying to meet a deadline? Oh, yep, exactly. Um, it's over with. Yeah, <laughs> so don't procrastinate. That'll give me more time. Um, but also I want to make sure that I'm giving 100%, you know, to these people who pay good money, you know, to have me out. I want to make sure that I give them what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, something that they can love and cherish <clears throat> forever, hopefully. That's um, real. Side, side question, Chaz. What you got? How, how many couples have you done wedding video for that are divorced now? I don't even want to know. <laughs> I, 
Um, from what I can see, um, none of them. I bump really? into a lot of I bump into a lot of couples that I film at other weddings all the time. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I just bump into. A lot I had uh, I've had one, one mm. get uh, mm-hmm. one get divorced, and so I was thinking like maybe we should put that out there in our marketing. Like a wedding video is more likely to make you not be divorced. Um, I've actually maybe. heard something like that somewhere too. Have you? Because like, yeah. what if you go back and watch it? Like, what if you know? Your husband's acting crazy. Your wife's acting crazy, and you go back and watch. You like, man, they weren't always this bad. Maybe I can talk some sense into them. You know, I, I actually, I think, I think, um, 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 Elena, she, she, she coordinated a big, a really big wedding for a couple. Mm-hmm. They got a divorce, like, like a couple weeks later, and mm-hmm. a lady called her back, um, like. A couple months down the line, and she rebooked her to book her to do her new wedding. No like, way! <laughs> wow, I made that joke one time. It didn't go over too well. Uh, so it was this couple, and they explained how they met on Tinder. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it wasn't even like two full months, and they're planning a wedding. And oh, I was man. like, you know, like half off the second wedding. <laughs> I laughed so I laughed so much. They didn't. And they were just they looking at you a like, little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, did you? They booked. I don't know why. Like I was really Idiot. trying to get them not to. I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I've had the one get divorced, and they didn't even make it a year. Um, but it was the one out of all the weddings I've done. I've done one where I thought they don't really seem like a good fit to me. Like you know, like they just don't seem you know right for each other right and sure enough like six and a half maybe seven months later facebook facebook broke up i've i've actually i've sometimes i can i can feel when people aren't gonna last when i'm filming them mm-hmm. it's you like, can tell just the ones that like, are gonna last too yeah like when you're sitting there like studying people so much and watching how they interact and like like just watching them like you get a feeling like man these people really enjoy each other mm-hmm. or like He's definitely in this for something else than, yeah, the, you know, yeah. than the wedding relationship or, yeah. you know, maybe, you know, gold digger. I don't know. I can tell by the way you kiss. I'd be oh, like, there we go. I'd be over there like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wish you guys could see Chess right now. <laughs> that was funny. phony. <laughs> um, so l- let's go, uh, let's talk about, you know, what's coming up in 2019. Um, some things I want to do is... So Edward Atwell Films is my main brand. Um, in 2019, I think it's going to take a back seat. Um, I'll still book a few weddings probably, but I'm not going to aggressively put myself out there. Um, you know, I'll still you know let the referrals come in, uh, the residuals come in, but you know, I guess just kind of keep it level mm-hmm. in 2019. And I have officially started a second brand. I knew it was coming. Do what? I said I knew it was coming. It was coming. Um, So, you know, there's a lot of work to be done, but we we have, it's official, but we have official bookings. Um, No show reel yet, no no videos out, but people willing to pay. So, you know, I'm not going to turn them away. Uh, So 2019, uh, a lot of it's going to be dedicated to, to building that brand. And the idea of it is it's just a secondary brand. My name's not attached. Uh, I'll train people 
you know, employees to do what I want them to. They'll go out, I'll pay them a fair wage to shoot the wedding, pay someone a fair wage to edit the wedding. I'll get a little bit off the top. And, you know, hopefully we can, you know, give those customers out there. Because there's some customers, like, you know, some people have an Android budget, but they want an iPhone. Mm. And and that's a, not like a Galaxy. So, like, if you're on a Galaxy, you just like different things. But, you know, some people over there on Boost Mobile, and they're like, man, if I could get that Verizon on iPhone, I'd be so happy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they just can't make it work. And that's okay. Like, you know, that's just part of life. Some people can't get it. Um, but, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm hopefully going to, you know, build this brand to offer iPhone service to Boost Mobile customers. All right. And... <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's going to be you know a lower priced budget brand, um, but you know those people need to be looked out for too. You gotta look mm-hmm. out for those people because at one time I was those people. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So that's you know that's official. It started. Uh, I'm not gonna put the name out yet because uh, I haven't bought the website and I don't want somebody getting you know getting funny out there and I'll steal trying it. to make me. I'll yeah, steal see, it. Bush that's exactly. See if you want it. And they were like, hey, I want to charge you double to get it back. Yep. And then I had to pay it because I already got all my logos and stuff branded mm-hmm. up. Um, so that's that's a big part of 2019 for me. Uh, also, I'm going to build a lot more of my client base side. Uh, doing these last two months, um, well, I've probably done like six commercials, and I've built some good relationships just in that short time. Right. Um, good enough, in fact, that I, I told Chaz this, and I'll tell everybody this. So, me and my wife Casey we're still on the iPhone SEs. So that came out at the same time as the 6S. Um, and, you know, I, me and her both prefer a smaller phone just because, I don't know why, I was just so used to it. Like, when I picked up the six, the 6S, it just didn't feel like, you know, it didn't feel right for me. Right. So, so we went with the SE, and we still had them as of last week. I did a commercial for this guy, and not only did he love the commercial, he paid me extra. He uh, he paid me double the price that I asked um, for the commercial because he was so happy with it and we had developed such a cool relationship. Um, so he paid double the price and then turns around and gives me an iPhone 10, mm-hmm. um, 256 gigabytes, no strings attached. It wasn't like, hey, like I let you use this as long as you know, like you keep doing videos. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, he saw my SE. He was like, man, you need a bigger phone. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know. I'd be glad to get one when I can. He was like, I've got one you can have. And I was like, well, that's what's up. <laughs> so he got the 10 for his uh, his wife, brand new. She didn't like it and wanted to use her, her 7, I guess. Um, and so he said, it's just sitting there. He said, you're welcome to it. Wow. Um, yeah, so like relationships like that. I found that there's been a few that I've made out of those commercials that I've done that you know, I find like, you know, now like we'll text each other from time to time. Like I'll stop by and see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like having that. I like, you know, broadening that network, having, you know, some new people to talk to. Right. Because uh, usually it's just me and Chaz. That's it. And it <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. And I don't like talking to him like that. Right. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I try to get Chaz to hang out. He don't even want to drive up here to hang out. I'm trying to make chicken tacos. I'm trying to grill. <laughs> Chaz don't want no part of it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so that's that's one thing. Um, invest in me volume brand uh, or budget brand I guess I should say uh, focus on some more client-based work and you know recurring relationships mm-hmm. um, and I want to reach higher levels so while Edward Iwell films will not be 
seen on your local wedding wire. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be on your knot. You're not going to scroll across a sponsored ad from mm-hmm. me. But I'm going to continue to build the image of my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I mean by that is, so when I started Edward Atwell Films, so my name is Aaron, right? Like people don't call me Edward. Uh, people I do. call me Aaron. Yeah, Chaz does sometimes. Uh, sometimes they just call me Ed. Uh, so I, I go by Aaron for, for most of my friends. When I started Edward Atwell Films, I thought about it in the in the way that, you know, I want to make this brand bigger than me, like a luxury type situation. Um, and I thought that Edward sounded fancier than Aaron. You know, sounds more royal, more regal. Uh, like they got some clout, you know? Aaron don't have clout. Like he's from London. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went with that, and I've had this image ever since I started it, that you know I want it to be larger than life. <clears throat> I want people to really want what I offer, and so much so that you know they'll pay premium prices, they'll change their dates, they'll do whatever it takes to have you to be a part of it. Right. Um, maybe that's my ego. I don't know what it is, but it's it's the goal for my brand. <clears throat> so I'm going to continue this year. Uh, I mean, I've made a lot of strides since I started, you know, going towards that. Um, but I want to continue and level up to the next level, get better, you know, at the craft and how I tell my story to these couples and these other vendors um, of why I'm worth that much. I actually had a bride challenge me on that much uh, on that a, a few weeks ago. What? <clears throat> yeah. So like, uh, I gave her my price, um, which for this year I'm starting at 3,500 for my base package. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and you know, I told her that, and she was like, "Well, I knew somebody you did a wedding for last year, and she said you started at twenty five hundred, and I was like, "I did last year, mm-hmm. well, you know I'm like, I don't have anything to hide, like I certainly did that was last um, year, yeah, and then she was like, "Well, how could you ever justify such a price jump and first, I was like, "Well, back up, like you don't know what goes into this, um but I kindly told her, you know that you know I've gotten better, mm-hmm. the product has gotten better, the equipment is more expensive." Not to mention, I've got to pay for new equipment. You know, mm-hmm. this stuff doesn't last forever. I've got to buy new batteries. I've got to, I want to invest in myself. I've got to pay for insurance. I got to somehow feed my family. I got mm-hmm. a lot of kids. Like, don't come do. at me and challenge my pricing. You don't know what. You know, that just seemed rude to me. Did she book or no? No, she did she, not book. She wasted your time. She, <laughs> she wasted my time. Well, I mean, after what I said, I don't think she was ever going to book. But terrible. She wasn't my customer, clearly. Right. Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm starting at that this year, and I want to continue to reach higher, um, you know, for for that brand. And I'm excited about where it's going to go um, and what it's going to do. Man, <clears throat> you know what? I, what? I, I was getting people that was um, inquiring. I told them I was going up with my prices. I was like, if you want to book me before that, just just better pay now. Because if yeah, not, I, you just <laughs> SOL. I use that. Did you say that's a layup? No, nah, I said you oh. just SOL. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I did that a couple times here. Uh, I booked a few weddings right at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I told them the same thing. I was like, hey, look, like, you know, I'm just being up front. If you want to book me, like, do it before the next six days. Mm-hmm. Because when you come back and say, like, hey, we're still interested, that's going to be more money. Um, and I had a couple booked, too. Yeah, so, me too. 
you know, maybe I should just start telling that to everybody. But hey, my prices are actually going up next week. So <laughs> I think I think last time we talked, I was up to like twenty <clears throat> twenty three or something like that. Weddings. I think I'm at like twenty seven. My goal nice. is thirty. But you know, people will book last minute, so I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. I did. You'll you'll have more than thirty for sure. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a, a set number for this year. Yeah, eventually I want to be around the twenty four mark. Yeah. Um, you know, two a month, I think would be plenty for me. I'm definitely probably not gonna do thirty next year. I no. wanna do I think my happy number is like like twenty. Like twenty strong ones, you know. Yeah. Well you got 10 like to twenty, 20 strong, pieces you're like proud of. Yeah, it's like they paid me what I wanted. You know, I hired dope second shooters and you know I'm talking about a wedding. I'm talking about where I could pay a second shooter like a thousand dollars and be like There we go. Nothing. That's what's up. Here. That's what's up. <laughs> I um, like that. But Take my la- of one of my last things that I'm gonna do next year is um I'm a I'm a downgrade some of my equipment. Or well, downsize, shoot. rather, is the correct term. Downsize, but I want to upgrade. So, um, I'm I'm leaning towards. <clears throat> I'm stuck between um, the FS5, the FS7, um, the Ursa Mini 4.6. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking at a red, but I doubt I'll get a red. Um, <laughs> Let me simplify and get a red. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing, like there, man. <laughs> you know, and the, the size of those files, I would have to. I definitely got to upgrade the computer here in a couple months or so. But um, and that and probably the, I'm I'm really trying to wait for the Sony A7S III. That's mm-hmm. really my holdup. If I knew like it wasn't gonna drop until like next year, I would go ahead and buy what I want to buy now. But you know, I, I don't really do a lot of gimbal shots anymore. They're cool, but you know, I own a camera just for a gimbal. <clears throat> That's a little bit over the top. I own, I own a C100 just for interviews. <laughs> That's a you little need something over that does the top, it all, right? You know, um, so yeah, I'm um, I'm trying to get down to probably. Two cam, an A cam, a B cam, and like a backup C cam, like, mm-hmm. and that's it. You know, maybe like four solid lenses. That's it, guys. I like that. No, I, I've been interested in that FS5 for a long time now. Um, oh, you know I, what? I gotta put you on game. <laughs> this is kind of on YouTube that shoots so I don't mean to interrupt you, even no, you're though you like interrupting me. But I do. That's one of the things. <laughs> interrupting Aaron. Uh, um. It's this cat on YouTube, man. He shoots on the FS5 with the, uh, the, the, what is it, the Atomos Ninja Shogun? or something. It might be the Shogun. Yeah, that's right. It shoots like the Raw or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yo, old dude is like, he does weddings and commercials. Man, this dude shot some water in the fish tank and put some, some oil in there with some food coloring at like 120. You, you watch that video and you'd be like, man, this is amazing. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's funny. I don't have a lot of time for like YouTube and stuff, um, but I was actually watching some yesterday of some short films uh, shot on the FS5. Mm-hmm. And man, the image is just pretty. Yeah. Like, you know, no matter how you cut it, it's just pretty. Um, I mean, it's even like, you know, my A7S, the first one, 
that's you know like a thousand years old now like i still find myself liking this image on this camera dude yeah i actually used it for a commercial a couple weeks ago um you know i just i went into my bag and i was like you know what i'm gonna give the old dog a try again mm -hmm. and it turned out good like they were happy i was happy it's a good camera it is not even man. 4k not even 4k 4k smart k that's what I said. I'm delivering in 1080 until I die. Hell yeah. I mean, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. Got to put the explicit tag on this one. Is that a, is that an explicit word? I don't think it is, is it? I don't think I don't so. Know. I'll put the tag on there just in case. I'm not it's trying to get Bible, taken down. So I don't see why not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll leave that there. Um, Chaz, what else you got for us, man? What's your nugget of the day? Um, I actually didn't have a nugget of the day. Chaz. But. But. I got the music on deck, and you got no nuggets. You ain't got no music. Nuggetless. You are nugget musicless. <laughs> um, but um, dude, you gotta leave the people with something. You can't leave them waiting for three more weeks when we can record again. We're not gonna do that anymore. No, we're not. It's weekly. It's a weekly podcast. It is. It is. And we're gonna make it happen. Um, I'm looking around the room. I'm looking around the room. I'm looking for a nugget of the day that I can think about. I can't think of anything. I'm sorry, guys. I'm hungry. Um, I've been I'm up since too, four bro. in the morning. I'm a little depleted right now. It's all right. I'll but give next week. The day. There you go. There you go, Aaron. Hit him with just, it. Just a quick nugget is like us, share us, comment us. <laughs> Your nugget uh, is no. So like me and Chaz, we're not interested <laughs> in like, you know, we don't need you to prop us up. Like we don't look at reviews, like hoping like to get like an ego boost for the day. Um, but start. what we want uh, for the podcast is to help more people, mm -hmm. um, you know, and he sponsors it. So we both get a little paycheck out of it and that's okay. <laughs> I'm just playing. He's definitely um, playing. No, but you know, just share it around with people, man. And you know, that goes into one of our lessons is to share with others what's worth sharing. And you know, if we're helping you, then we can help someone else. Um, and if we're not, then don't share us. That's okay too. But right. if we are like, you know, Send it somebody else's way. You never know what they're going through. They may need, you know, a little bit of, a little bit of advice. Maybe to hear somebody else has had some bad experience, or some good experience, mm -hmm. or some weird experience. Um, share it up. We like that. Do that well, joint, yo. <clears throat> as always, Chaz, it's been a good time. I enjoy doing these. I enjoy hanging out with you. I enjoy talking to the listeners. So until next time. Peace.